guys welcome back to to the podcast this is a new new style i'm uh, going to be doing this year told you new things are coming for coming for 2020 we're going to be doing a couple different style styles of shows a couple different different people in the mix and it's going to be fantastic and this one i'm just going to call it kill me talks toys plain simple everybody knows i've been a collector for a long time i love collecting toys and this week, I I do have a guest on, uh, Chris Welch, and he is a fellow collector as well. And he's been he's more of a collector than I am. He does the Dia clones. He does all G1 stuff, and we just talk about how why collecting's fun and why we enjoy it. And it's a fantastic fantastic thing to to do because you know what collectors love cool collecting stuff whether it's toys whether it is artwork whether it is anything really because i'm more of a toy collector i was a comic collector i kind of got got out of that that a little bit and i've always been kind of a really just enjoy the search to find something like, oh, that's really, really cool. I love searching it. Yes, there's Amazon. You can just go out, order it, pay whatever you want. But I love finding a collector's piece for you get it for a good price and just you bring it home and then you move on to what's it, what's next. Whether you save it, whether you trade it, whether you sell, sell it later to keep, keep, thing, keep things rolling. It is amazing. I love collecting and... This one, Gilmy Talks Toys. I'm gonna have other collectors on on the podcast, or I'm gonna just talk about a piece from my collection that I I I absolutely love. And I've been going back in back in in time lately and trying to recapture some things I've I've had from my youth, and it's just really fun going back, doing the trading, getting in involved in the collecting community again. I just wanna. Want, want to say if you like what 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 you hear go on to the apple Podbean podcast addict wherever you find your podcasts and just leave uh, leave a five star star re- re- review it does help the uh, show out a lot and thanks i hope you guys in, will enjoy the show just want to say big thank you to chris for uh, coming on giving his time we recorded this uh actually a couple months ago now but and i got a few 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 in in the bank which I'll be dropping periodically through the through the through the through the shows and if you like what what you hear give me a message on through the Gilmy Talks Facebook page or my email Justin M Gilmet at g, gmail.com well enjoy guys thanks good morning good evening good night hey guys how's it going again this is Gilmy again and this is a new new line of episodes I'm doing it and I and this episode I'm going to be focusing on generation one transformers one of my all-time favorite toys to talk about because I just love transformers everything from g1 to now to the beast wars to even the Transformers Prime, where my kids kind of brought me back in, because that show was really, really cool. But 
I got Chris Welch on on the line right now. Kind of a kind of a, a G1 expert, you would you would say. But here's the thing: are are any of us really experts on on these things, or we just love them and they're just really really fun? Hey, Chris, how's it how's the day going, man? My day's going really well. Yours? Yeah, so far so good. Uh, we're at about two inches of snow right now, so that's awesome. <laughs> I'm not jealous. Oh man, I've been putting on a lot of winter winter tires lately. Keeps me keeps me busy. Keep keep keeps me employed. So <laughs> that's the main thing. That's oh, yeah. job security. Oh yeah, and just wanted to talk to you a little bit about Generation One Transformers because everybody has their own personal favorites. Mine would probably be Power Glide. That's probably my favorite favorite G One guy as a kid. I always went to towards him don't get me wrong i love hot rod optimus prime every everybody uh i'm a huge shock shockwave fan blaster soundwave there's so many of the cool toys to uh, to uh, mention and we connected over facebook because you shared your collection and i'm like wow that guy has a lot and it's really really cool cool stuff so what kind of kind of got you started started co-electing uh so I remember, you know, when I was a kid, you know, every now and then I kind of think about all the things that I had as a kid. You know, we all like to reminisce. And uh, the one thing that I really remember that I had that I enjoyed was my Transformers. And, um, you know, so my mom had a tote and had a couple of Transformers in it for my youth. Had a Motormaster uh, Metroplex. Uh, two of the Red Clones. I can't remember their names. Uh, and had Onslaught. And I was thinking, man, you know, it would be cool to maybe collect a few more of these and maybe get some of the ones I didn't have, the ones I always wanted. And so, you know, I, I found a couple of Facebook pages, had a friend of mine who collected, uh, introduced me to a couple of pages, and I never looked back. I, I got a whole lot deeper into it than I ever thought I would, and I've enjoyed it. It has been really cool. Oh, yeah, because uh, right now I'm trying to get a – trying to piece together a – G1 Devis, De, uh, Devastator. Devastator? Yep. Because that guy's, I don't know, that guy's always, always been, uh, been one of my, one of my favorites. And just the, well, the G1 looks so cool. The modern ones are very great, but something else, the lopsided look of the, the G1 guy, I, I just ab, absolutely love it. I agree. Devastator was always my favorite. I thought he was, you know, one of the biggest and the baddest, uh, as far as the G1 cartoons. Uh, you know, you get these, you know, you see in real life, you know, construction vehicles like bulldozers and earth movers and like scavenger and uh, bone crusher and stuff like that. You look at that and you think, in real life, you think, man, those are such big machines, you know? And then when you look at these toys, I mean, you just use your imagination. You're like, wow, you put all these big machines together. Look what you create. It's devastator. You know, in the cartoon, he's just massive. And it was you got six toys in one set. That's and the just yeah. the the playability of the six guys was just really really fun. Yeah, I mean how awesome is that? I mean not only do you have six individual guys that you know that you have to collect or play with, but you put them together to form Devastator. I mean it, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I think I think my love of Power Glide goes back to. Uh, just sitting down watching the show and they did an entire episode of just this one toy that I had and I thought that was the coolest the coolest thing. I think if I had to pick one that I really enjoyed, it's kind of a struggle, but 
robot. And so I had some change in my allowance. I was probably nine or ten years old. Had some change in my allowance, put it in an envelope, uh, put the, the order form in the envelope, gave it to my dad, said, hey, dad, can you mail this for me? He said, what is it? I said, it's this transformer I want to get. So then he said, well, we can't send money through the mail. I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? I just broke my heart. You couldn't send money through the mail. So my dad whipped out his checkbook and says, here, you give me the money. I'll pay for it. He wrote a check out for me and sent it in. A couple weeks later, I got it in the mail. It was the coolest thing ever. One of the neatest things I ever got in the mail was getting my own transformer that I purchased. You know, I was just like, man, this is awesome. So I still have it to this day. That is amazing. Well, amazing right there. Yeah. Because I, I as a kid, I was a little. Uh, my grandparents would well, would buy me lots and lots of uh, toys whenever whenever I or, or I saw them. I uh, they either had one or the other. They spoiled me and my brothers rotten. Uh, sorry, brother and sister sister rotten, just with uh, dropping off. And it was the '80s classic toys. Like I had Power Masters up. The Optimus Prime, which I recently just just repurchased, and it is still okay. still really really cool. But one thing I've never owned, which I do really really want to eventually pick up, but I don't want to don't want to pay the collector prices. The G1 Optimus Prime, just because he is. Go ahead, go ahead. Just because he is the kind of. He's the one that's always got a got kind of got away from me. Just uh, I I had a couple opportunities to buy it and then just did not work out. Um, I'm the guy that I I don't haggle. <laughs> I'll just say hey I want to pay this yes no okay we're done. So right yeah probably because I'm I'm kind of terrible at it too but. Haggling does help. It's helped in some instances and then. Sometimes, you know, I've looked at, uh, like, I, you know, I found a dive bomb that I really wanted. After dwelling more into the Optimus Prime and, and realizing there were different variants, uh, when I found the dive bomb, uh, it was at a price I thought was pretty good, and I, I just couldn't pass it up, you know. And uh, it was a little costly, I admit, but, you know, when you see what the price is out there on the market, uh, I couldn't pass it up. You know, and then, I mean, if you have all these other variants, you know, like the light blue, uh, you know, which was an error. You know, it, it was a uh, it was a model that was supposed to be released, and then you have uh, the metal plate, which is the first one. All, it was, all the accessories were bloated, um, which that one took me a while to piece together. Uh, I bought the cab and the trailer, um, and I just pieced it all together. It took me about a year uh, to put put it all together. Once I got it all together, that that right there has become one of my one of my favorite ones. It's gonna be hard to let go, <laughs> uh, but I agree with you. You know, finding a complete Optimus Prime that is in good condition, you know, you're going to pay, you're going to pay some money for it unless you got somebody. Uh, now, I will say there have been times I found on Facebook Marketplace that you can find them on there and people were just, you know, hey, look, I've got this collector's item, you know, $100, take it. And I, I found two of them like that, both of them at really good prices, maybe missing a couple pieces. It was cheap to put it together. Wasn't that bad of a deal. That's the cool thing about well, about the Transformers. So you have the Diaclone before it, which you can get from you can get from Japan and from well, they actually came over from Japan and Dia, the story about Dia, Diaclone and just selling everything everything they had to uh, uh, to has 
to Hasbro were just really cool, and I had no idea until that uh, toys that that Meta show it came out. I thought that show was great. I uh, I've seen it a few times. And I actually watched it again today, <laughs> uh, um, only because I love the diaclone. I'm you know I'm just really really enjoying the diaclone. Um, I actually had one come in the mail today. Uh, it was a smaller one. Uh, but I looked at picking up some more diaclones since I've gotten the uh, Optimus Prime Battle Convoy. Um, I just I think the diaclone is so neat because you're not only are you getting are you still collecting your G1 Transformers, but you're you're only a, a piece of history, something that's pre-Transformers. You know, it's uh, it's just really cool when you have G1 Transformers and then you go beyond that, you go before that. And that's just think something like that is really neat, as, especially as a collector. Oh yeah, and. That's the the whole thing why I'm putting this podcast more together, because I've met so many collectors over online and just over over the years, and we all have something in more more in common. Like, how often does a guy from Kentucky and a guy from London on Ontario get to just sit down and 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 chat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the first I've heard of. Ah, oh, yeah, same, uh, because. Well, right now there's that lovely, lovely snow. Which wait, uh, call me dumb or or un, uneducated. Does Kentucky get a, get a snow or? Uh, we don't get snow until January or February. It may straggle in through the beginning of March. Uh, we've had one snow shower already, which was probably three to four inches, uh, but only on the ground. We didn't. We didn't get it on the roads. It wasn't cold enough to stick on the roads. Um, but most of the snow we get, we get it in January and February. And uh, it's been very brutal at times. Ice, snow, and sleet can be brutal at times. Uh, but other than that, right now it's 43 degrees. It's partly sunny, overcast. It's going to be like this for the next couple of weeks. Oh, wow. I am very, very jealous. <laughs> I think the, uh, we're... Uh, right now we're probably sitting around zero, so. Yeah, I don't envy that. Uh, you <laughs> have to keep that up there. <laughs> oh yeah, don't, don't, don't worry. It'll be, it, 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 it'll be, uh, it'll be coming down soony, soon, soon enough for you. Yeah, but, it will. We'll, we'll be ready for it. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I know we're talking about G1 trans Transformers, but I just want to get your opinion on GoBots. Because I find uh, I found they've been actually making a little bit of a comeback on the collector's market ever since the uh, the toys that made us came out. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I will say I've seen more GoBots on some of the collector's pages that I'm on. Um, uh, I, I admit I had some GoBots when I was a kid. Uh, I wasn't really enthused with them as I was the Transformers. I mean, Transformers just really, you know, I just thought they were... You go from a vehicle that you can actually, you know, uh, that you see every day into a robot. And you're like, wow, man, this is really cool. You know, it has lifelike features. It moves, you know, and robots, it was kind of, you know, like they said in the movie, The Toys of Made Us, you know, you got, you got one of the characters, you got, you know, three little, three little combinations, and then I'd say it looks like a car. And they were, it seemed like they were more directed uh, to younger kids as compared to kids, you know, that were my age, that were, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. Uh, Bobots seemed like they were a little more, I guess, softer. Uh, I, you know, they just, they just weren't up my alley. But yeah, I agree with you. I think Bobots have started to make a comeback. 
Yeah, and uh, just because they're so they're similar yet so different to the the trans the Transformers thing. Like, like Transformers has a nice scale from bot to bot to bot. Even G one yeah. was somewhat the same. Where where Gobots was like okay. The, the leader guy for the bad guys is six inches tall, where the leader of the the good guys is only three. Just like yeah. just just stuff like that. The toy line had a lot of good toys, but it was very um, it wasn't wasn't as a, as exciting to when you're sitting there transforming Grimlock for the first time and you're like, okay, how do I get this tra- this guy into a a uh tyrannosaurus rex because he's grimlock was the one trans transformer that took me forever to transform the first time and i was probably six seven years old at the uh at the at the time and it just took me forever to ever to transform had that horrible gold that gold plastic that just would not clip on to the other uh, pieces which uh The pride of a little kid running up, showing his parents, "Look, I well, I did it," and my parents, parents having no idea what what I'm what I'm <laughs> what I'm talking about or doing, because it's like, "Hey, we had Lincoln Logs as a kid, where you have these weird transforming robots." I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. When you get to that point where you successfully transform your transformer, and you're like, "Man, this is so cool! I got to show everybody," and they look at it like, "Hey, cool, sounds good. All right." Yeah, it's like um, putting stickers on the Titans class trip. Uh, trip to Tripticon took me three days. Yep, Tripticon took me three days, and I had to use tweezers because it was 126 stickers to, to go on that. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I ended up getting the uh, uh, the combine. I think it was a combiner wars the Tripticon, uh, the really big one. Oh, yeah. uh, it may have taken me three days to put it in, to, to put all the stickers on there, and then uh, I ordered a uh, the Gembio Gravity Builder Devastator, and, oh, yeah. and I was very 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 hesitant to order him at first because I had the Combiner Wars Devastator, and it, it looked pretty cool. But then I ordered the Gravity Builder, and I'm like, man, this guy puts devil in shame. <laughs> so I ordered some repro stickers for it, and it, it must have taken me three days all the stickers on there just because there were so many stickers and again you got six robots put them on you know yep. so I wanted to make sure this one was detailed uh, looked really good and took my time with it uh, but yeah it, it, it's not like something you can just sit there and do in a day it's going to take you some time to do it oh yeah which is just fun and I took over uh, with the trip to con I took over the, the kitchen table for about three days which made my wife very happy I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> She is a patient, caring, caring lady because she's married to a uh, collector. Um, That's a good woman right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, she is. Like, uh, I just got just got out of the Funko Pops. I sold my collection for a good good little chunk of, chunk of change. But now I have all these, all these shelves that are empty around my house. And she keeps just telling me flat out, you are not putting Transformers on these shelves. You are not... You keep them upstairs. You have your space. You have your shelves upstairs. But uh, basically, my shelves in my living room and my house—they're uh, about, I'd say, a foot from the ceiling, and I kind of have them wrapped around. So uh-huh. I can. And I used to have all these little Funko Pops, and now they're just empty. And I'm like, I really want to put all my tran- my my Transformers on. 
I mean, you've got a shelf space use it, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm not like one of these guys that have to be a completist. I just I collect what I like. Like um um I got a couple primes. I got a Megatron which I really like. I don't have the G1 Megatron because that is way out of my price my price range right now. Just because uh, yeah. I think he's going for about six hundred now. In the in the yeah. uh, in the in the package, not 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 the graded ones, just just in boxes. I I think he's about six hundred bucks around there. And, yeah, uh, I think the cheapest Megatron in a box complete I found is five hundred dollars, and yeah. Sam goes off in his prime in, in a box complete is five hundred dollars, and that's not even like one of the the rare variants. That's like your standard, you know, number four, number five, number six, whatever. It's you know five hundred dollars complete in a box. I'm with you. That's a little more than I don't want to pay. Oh, yeah. Because what it is, it's just... For what you're getting, I don't think that Megatron's actually worth it. There's been so many other good ones released since since G, uh, the G1. Like, I... I This is, is going to get me a little bit of heat, but I always thought uh, G1 Galvatron was better than the original Mega, Meg, the Megatron toy. You know, when, Megatron, when Galvatron came on the scene, I was... You know, I was like, man, this is like Megatron, but he is, uh, he's a little more badass. You know, he's got that, you know, that, got that color, that crown, and that gun, his cannon was way bigger. Um, and it was just, I guess, big, big, just because it was Megatron, it was your first guy, your first love, your first villain, you know, and you're like, oh, man, he's just hard to replace. So it's, for me, it's kind of a toss-up. They're both pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Like, um... In in the movie, when Galvatron first meets him, he smokes Starscream and then just asks anybody else, and there, then they all just kind of fall 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 in line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he made his presence known really quick that uh, whenever he put away Starscream. Oh yeah, and also wearing the the Matrix of Leadership as a necklace, I just thought that was the yeah. basic, uh, the biggest two, two two middle fingers to the Autobots that could can possibly happen right there. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Oh yeah, uh, that movie was so not for children. <laughs> uh, uh. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine one day, and it just been some years. That's where I realized it. Uh, we had talked, we had talked about it, and he said, "You know, what's your favorite animated movie?" And I said, "It's by far uh, Transformers G1 movie." You know, back in that, back in '86. He said, "Movie? That wasn't a movie. That was an advertisement." What? You know, and I, I fought him on it. He's like, "No." He said, "Listen," and I was like, "You know what?" So and as we and, and when uh, the toys that made us came out, said the same thing. It wasn't a movie. It was it was an advertisement. They were, they had to make room for something new. So what better way to advertise than to make a movie? Like yeah. you know what? That's so right. Oh, the eighties were such a a different such a different time. <laughs> the eighties was so much easier. You're right. It was a different time. It was it was a good life. It really was. Oh yeah, because it's. Uh... You could actually go out, go outside, and I, I think the reason I collect is because I was part of that last generation that actually played outside. That you would walk up to a friend's house, just knock on, knock, knock on, on, on the door, and say, "Hey, is Bill available to, uh, to, to come outside?" And then you, yeah. you run around like crazy until the streetlights 
come on, and then you run home. <laughs> and you hear your mama yelling from the front porch, come home. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, if, I agree with that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, and I learned quickly, don't be late. <laughs> and just yeah, something. Yeah, there's a good chance you're not going to go back down the next day. Oh, no. Or um, my mom can throw it. I wonder if she can still do this. She can throw a flip-flop really good. <laughs> if, if it's your mom, I guarantee it. Cause I guarantee my mom could too. Oh, yeah. This thing, she could, from across from a, 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 across the room, you say something, some, something stupid or, a, or a snarky, just flip-flop in the, in the, in the hand, throw, throws it back. She could pin me on the back of, of, of the head every single every single time. <laughs> and then you realize you want to say that comment again. You realize what happened and you know better. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, just a very well, a very very different time. And that's the fun the fun part about collecting. It takes me right back to eating cereal in in front of the TV, watching watching whatever what. What whatever was on for a few hours, and then going 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 riding bikes bikes for the rest of the day. You know, and on that level, I'm not not trying to get away, but um, you know, I remember doing that too. You know, I lived down in Georgia, uh, so down there, the big thing down there was wrestling. You know, so when I was growing up, you know, I'd wake up, you know, I'd have my Transformers and I'd eat my cereal, and then at 12 o'clock every day, NWA wrestling would come on, and I didn't do the whole nothing else existed that day. people listening to the podcast know i do know a few things about wrestling i've had wrestlers on as as guests they're great they're great great people to talk to i've had um oh boy uh current guy fight the number one contender in ring of honor right now has has been on gilmy at gilmy talks here uh the pcl and yeah i've been been friends with wrestlers for 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 years and years now, they're great. They're great, great people. <laughs> That's cool. Um, my my dad's my my stepmom, her sister dated a guy named Frank Dusick, and he was a wrestling promoter, I think, for the NWA in Macon, Georgia, where the NWA used to wrestle at the Macon Coliseum. And so I asked him one day. I said, you know, do you have any autographs, pictures? And he came over when him and uh, my my mother and my stepmom's sister came over to my dad's house. Uh, he brought me a couple of pictures of Ric Flair, uh, Ricky's Dragon Steamboat, uh, Dusty Rhodes. You know, and Dusty Rhodes was a, was a Macon, Georgia native. Um, D- Dusty Rhodes? It was just so, oh, man. He Dusty is Rhodes, the man. <laughs> him and Sting were probably two of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, Surfer, uh, that time would have been Surfer Boy Sting, and he was just uh, uh, amazing. He was... I think Sting is probably he gets his recognition, he gets his due now, but for a few years there, I think he was really underappreciated as a as a wrestler. Yeah, I agree. I think him and Barry Windham were. I think Barry Windham was very underappreciated. Oh, Barry, Barry, Barry Windham is very, very under 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 a, a, a 
appreciated because he didn't really yeah. make it. Uh, he he really didn't ba- make it super big in WWE, but he was always a steady guy. He did way better in WCW, I think, and and NWA Crockett Crockett era and that yeah that company kind of changed its name uh, for, for a couple times there. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. But I I can talk wrestling all day. But we do we we do gotta wrap wrap it wrap this up. And I just wanna ask one one more Transformers uh, question. Re- well related huh. to the related to to the movie. Was it Hot Rod's fault that Optimus Prime got killed? <laughs> oh man. Uh I'm gonna have to say yeah. Uh, I think uh, Cup even told him, he said, it's Prime's fight, and Hot Rod uh, went up there and tried to intervene, and uh, had he listened to Cup, nothing would have happened. And, you know, next thing you know, Prime is on the, on the table, and, the, and the, the lines go flat, he turns gray, the head turns, and uh, Whitwicky is crying, and RC, I think RC shed a tear, too, and, and oh. yeah, it, no, hands down, it was Hot Rod's fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I remember watching watching that movie. It wasn't the first time, but uh, we were watching it at school, and just one of the teachers had no idea what the teachers had no idea what this movie was about. They're just thinking, "Oh, movie day after up in the afternoon," and so they roll the TV in, uh, put the. I went to a very very poor school at the at the time. We didn't have a. Projection screens or anything. We were there was about a uh, 200 kids watching one TV <laughs> that they uh, rolled in. We're all watching transit, all watching trans Transformers that somebody somebody brought in had on 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 a VHS, and then half the half of the gym just starts crying when Optimus Prime dies because none of these kids saw it, saw it in their theaters or and. I just remember all these teachers panicking and wondering what's going on with this, and this <laughs> and the swearing and just the craziness that is that movie, the the Dare to Be Stupid song. <laughs> they they fast forward through it because it said stupid, but uh, Spike saying shit at the beginning of the movie, nobody did anything. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm surprised the teacher didn't say anything about that. Uh no, they just kind of like ah oh, well. See, the '80s were a very, very different, uh, different uh, time. <laughs> they were, they were a very, they were a very good time. Oh, they yeah. were a very different time. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Chris. I just want to say thank you for coming on Gilmy Toxic Toxic Toys. And man, I I've enjoyed it. I really have. Just been able to talk about it. Oh yeah, because just talk talking about transformers is always fun. Uh, you are now one of the Gilmy Talks alum. If you ever want to come back on and just talk a, a toys a, toys again, shoot me a message. Welcome back any anytime, sir. I sure will. That's really cool. I appreciate the invitation. We'll definitely do it again. Oh yeah, and also uh, your accent is wonderful. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, I knew you were from uh, Ken- oh, Kentucky, but. Or you're probably thinking, oh, God, this guy's accent is awful. What is this muddled uh, half French, half English thing I got I got going on here? So. <laughs> no, you're all good. You, you're actually easier to listen to than some of the other people that live here in Kentucky because the people that live in eastern Kentucky 
they have the uh, the deepest dialect that you would hear. I mean, they really enunciate their eyes. So when they say light, they say light, right, drive. I mean, they enunciate their eyes. So when you're talking to somebody and they come and they come from Eastern Kentucky, you'll know it. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Once again, thank you very much for uh, coming on and. All right, man. Once again, thank you very, very much. Thanks, sir. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Gilmy Talks Toys, the first style of new new podcast we are going to be putting out out this uh, this year. And once again, just want to get some of the advertisers in. Go check out Solid Designs on Instagram, guys. Fantastic work. Amazing. Tell, tell Hayden Gilme, Gilme sent you. Go check out Bats in the Belfry Art on Instagram. If you like Transformers and you like this show, you're going to you're gonna like her, her post. Go check her out, guys. And Tabby Lynn on the Sensi page on Facebook. Because nobody, nobody wants, wants their house to stink, right? And once again, if you can do me a huge favor, so support the show in a free way. Go give that five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever it is, because you know what? Those it actually helps out the show a lot, and it bumps me up the magical iTunes iTunes ratings, which I don't know how the algorithms work, but you know what? Doesn't doesn't hurt to uh, hurt hurt to a try. And every review, every time I can see a huge bump in in listeners within 24 hours of somebody leaving a review so it does really really help and i do really appreciate it i do read them all i do check them all all out and it gives me a big warm feeling in the uh, in the in the heart hopefully that's not in in the in indigestion or something else because i i am getting old <laughs> but once again guys thank you very very much for listening to the uh, to the show I appreciate it. I love putting this thing out 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 there for uh, for our people. If you have have any comments at all, check out the Gilme Talks face Facebook page. I post memes and any news on on the show. That's probably where you're going to find it. I'm also on Instagram at Gilme Talks as well. And there's also my personal stuff, Justin Gilmet on Instagram. I don't check that that much too much. Um, and get Justin Gilmet on uh, face Facebook. As well as Twitter at Gilmy, I pretty much just post links links up there. So I'm not not big on the uh, Twitter, but give it a follow. I share memes there from Instagram and whatnot, whatnot too. All right, guys, thank you for listening to Gilmy Talks Toys. I appreciate it, and have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. Transformers, more than meets the eye.